it was kind of whenever I looked you up though, I noticed that obviously American Ninja Warrior, that's the topic of of discussion whenever you come up on the internet. So you type in Rachel, is it DeGoots? It's it- D guts, like the D-guts. letter D and then okay. guts. D <laughs> then guts. Awesome. Well, you type in Rachel D guts and then you get a laundry list of American Ninja Warrior suggestions on YouTube. So uh-huh. <laughs> when you go your name has some weight when you Google it. Did you go? Did you go into American Ninja Warrior because you were just fed up with other sports and you need something different? Um, no, I was kind of lost because I had done sports like my whole childhood. And then I didn't really do any sports in college. I like tried club teams. I went to Rutgers mm-hmm. University. Nice. And nothing really clicked or like fit in my schedule well. And then I started going to a Ninja Warrior gym near Rutgers. And then everything kind of fell into place. It's hard to find American Ninja Warrior gyms, but you most certainly need something that's like specific to American Ninja Warrior. Like you can't really get the same thing from a CrossFit gym. I mean, maybe. Yeah. A lot of Ninja Warrior gyms are like popping up. It's definitely like a growing sport. And there's like, I feel like there's certain hot spots where there's like different parts of the country that have more gyms. And I, I'm really lucky that there's a lot in like the New Jersey and New England region. Is that one of the hot spots in general? Um, I feel like it is. Okay. Um, but I <laughs> tell me exactly where they are. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could just Google like Ninja Warrior Gym and wherever you are, and maybe they'll be yeah. one near you. I don't know where do you live. I'm in Louisiana, so we don't. We just have like CrossFit gyms galore. Okay. Yeah, Louisiana is okay. kind of low on the uh, the old American Ninja Warrior. I feel like there's probably some states where a lot of people come from that definitely do American Ninja Warrior. So I feel like you probably, maybe yeah. like Colorado or something. I feel yeah, like I know there's a lot in Colorado and yeah. Texas, Florida, New Jersey, New England region. Damn, that's amazing. It seems like such an underutilized sport. Nobody ever really thinks about it, even though it's popular. Like everybody knows what American Ninja Warrior is. It's just not, not thought of maybe as like a recreational solution to fitness you know mm-hmm. is it is it is it kind of uh intimidating when you go up there the first time to do like a run on national television uh yeah it's like so surreal my first yeah. time doing the show like i felt like i was in a dream but i had done a lot of competitions before that which had prepared me for it but nothing is like your first time on the show and do you know that like you're you've hit the big time like you know that this is kind of the one they're gonna showcase on tv um like your run being shown yeah because i would think you'd have to work through i I guess you got to go through stages before you actually get to the point where you're on like oh this is american ninja warrior this is the thing you know not really so the way it works is you just apply for the show you send in um like a two to three minute video um showcasing your personality and that like oh you can do the fitness stuff but i think the show cares like a lot more about your personality like are you personable to be on tv um (laughs) you can't be super are you entertaining (laughs) like to watch uh, yeah i just really want to be uh uh, on american ninja warrior it's like i don't think we're gonna get phil on here (laughs) yeah and they want people with like stories that are relatable yeah um and then you like go out to the qualifying round and there's about like 80 people that go per episode. And if you're lucky, they air you. 
oh, so it's so it's honestly just picking your name out of a hat at the end of the day. They just kind of if you get lucky. Yeah. Well, if they like want to show your story or if you have like a crazy run. Yeah. Um, but it actually took me three years to get picked for the show. Um, wow. I had applied two years, no callback, nothing. And then my third year, I finally got picked. Wow. So it is trial and error when you go through this process. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's funny how that doesn't that didn't occur to me. Uh, you know, you always watch it on TV and you never realize like what goes on behind the scenes as with anything, any sports, you know, you just don't, I always assumed there was a step-by-step process, but I always imagined, I, I was like, Oh, wow. I guess you really got to apply regularly. And then eventually you'll, you'll strike gold and get lucky. So yeah, you're either casted or not casted. You either yeah, I guess get a call. That's true. You're casted. We, we, yeah. We call it like getting the call. You either get the call or like you get nothing. <laughs> Jeez. You like sit and hope that your phone will ring and then <laughs> it just, doesn't ring. Like a freaking movie scene. You're just sitting next to your phone. Like, oh, I just hope they call in a second. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Was there any, uh, whenever you're around some of the other competitors, is it a good atmosphere to be around with American Ninja For Warrior? the most part. Okay. Yeah. So I like, Give me know... some dirt, Rachel. <laughs> it's oh gosh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of the other competitors when I go and compete on the show yeah. because um, I do a lot of co- competitions and gyms nice. around um, and they kind of group it by region. Um, sometimes they'll throw you in like a totally different region, but I've always competed with other ninjas from the Northeast region. Nice. So a lot of them like I'll train with or like compete against. So it's a pretty friendly atmosphere, even though we're all competing kind of against each other kind of just against the course i'd love it if that was like something that you know everything's (laughs) everything's got all this camaraderie and then you go into the american ninja warrior world and it's like everybody hates each other it's like a body backstage at a bodybuilding show (laughs) (laughs) like oh i don't want to be here i don't want to be here so you do this regularly now like you're considered i guess regular on american ninja warrior do you have regular appearances at this point um i mean i guess to the past two seasons i've only been on two seasons okay um but i say only that's pretty that's pretty darn good that's awesome oh thanks yeah Yeah. i have been on two seasons (laughs) yeah um i've been lucky to be shown every single time and i've gotten like two stories and full runs nice i was on the women's special they did last season so that was cool Jeez, yeah because i'd imagine you just keep getting cycled through. They just keep doing recaps and stuff. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, they like they like having familiar faces and also new names here and there. Yeah. So it's cool. Well, you said you came from an interesting story. Care to elaborate on your interesting story, Rachel? What interesting story? You're interested. You said uh, when you applied, you said if they if you had an interesting story, what part of your story oh. is interesting? <laughs> Uh, well, they've done two stories on me. The first story they did on me was they called um, the, the Jersey Girls. And I saw so, that. I saw that. I kept trying. I kept trying to look you up, and I was like, it just kept popping up. American Ninja Warrior. I was like, I've got no juicy stuff on Rachel. I can't like bring up a question like, oh my gosh, I I heard this happened. So continue. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So they kind of made. Well, they didn't kind of. They did make me Kara Mack and Abby Clark two other girls from Jersey that I train with 
they made us into like this group called the Jersey girls. And so they did my first story on kind of where I live and the people I train with. And then my second story, which recently aired was about me being a teacher. I saw that too. Yeah. Okay. So I do know those two things. Yeah. Are you still a teacher at this point? Yeah. Okay. What do you Well, teach? I'm off for the summer. Oh, not doing much right now. It's great. So you still um, have the name. Come, it's okay. Yeah. Come fall, I'll be um, teaching seventh and eighth grade science. This is, this is just, every time I talk to somebody who is a teacher, I, I always get kind of the same thing everybody likes teaching i guess the younger kids and i feel like it would be so hard to teach like the third graders or something that's what i get every teacher i talk to is like oh i love the third graders and i'm like man i would love to teach i i don't like the third yeah but like god everybody says that and i'm right there with you i would much rather teach like an older kid you know because i feel like they're a little bit better i don't know it's just something yeah i i like that you can just give them instructions and they'll like do things on their own um with like i've like worked with like younger kids and stuff and it's like the really little things like like i can't deal with you arguing about who's first in line like you have i I know you have a good opinion on this okay so it's like so i do i'll I'll teach swim lessons and everything on the side but um do you feel like this totally totally off off the american ninja warrior part but like do you feel like the the expectations on children have changed in the past couple of years? Because I, when I was growing up, it would it was always like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, like yes, please, no, thank you, and, and that was like drilled into me at like three years old. And nowadays, I could count on like one hand how many kids have ever been polite. Is that something you see in school? Um. Well, I guess. All I have is my own personal experience from like when I was a kid, because I've only been teaching for this is going to be like my second year. Yeah. Um, but growing up, you had to have like, you know, being polite was kind of, yeah. at least for me, it was always important and it was taught. And then kids just show up nowadays and I'm like, they don't even respond to you. And it's it's tough. It's like, I'm yeah. I'm tired of seeing all this like crazy trauma at like two and a half years old. I'm like, oh my gosh, why are they yeah. like this? <laughs> Sorry. Maybe because <laughs> they're like always on like their the internet and there's yes. phones and stuff. So and, true. Yeah. Um, used to having like quick accessible things. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's my soapbox. I was literally like sitting on the, sitting on the, in the bathroom today, just like, like, why are kids like this? Why do they do this? Can't they be nicer? So I don't know. It's just, that's it. But anyway, back to your story, <laughs> but so you're a teacher. Do you ever, with that are you going to take it to something else you see yourself being a teacher a while longer um i'm not really sure i kind of just think about like one maybe two years ahead yeah um i know i'm teaching next year (laughs) yeah how do you approach that from like a life perspective when when people ask you i guess like what your long-term plan in life is how do you how do you organize that in your own head I guess I think of my goals that I want for myself, like fitness ninja wise, and then also like family wise. Yeah. Well, you're married, right? No, I live with my boyfriend. We've been together for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. So you're you plan on having a family, though, in the future and everything. Yeah, not for a while, though, but definitely like later. That's so different here. It's like I feel like culture 
changes the way you perceive how to have a family. Cause I know in Louisiana, mm-hmm. it's everybody, a lot of people I know get married very young, start having kids very early. And I'm right there with you where it's like, well, you know, kids are great, but they're not the passion. They're part of the passion and everything. Yeah. Like I really want kids and a family, Yeah, but I feel like there's so many things I want to do before that. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, like travel to American Ninja Warrior. Haha. Yeah. <laughs> Is there yeah. other, like, go ahead. Oh, I just like, I travel a lot like for Ninja. So it would be hard to do that. Where's the farthest you've gone? Um, I guess Los Angeles for the show. Be honest. Did you like Los Angeles? driving everywhere was really yeah. annoying. I like how I'm asking um, you to be honest. Be honest. Don't lie to me, Rachel. <laughs> I actually really like the set in Los Angeles. Yeah. So, and the hotels they put us in are always really nice. That's nice. Is there, since it's a TV show, popular TV show and everything, I'd imagine the places they send you the sets are worse than others. Like, are there, are there obstacle courses that are obviously just like kind of bad in comparison to some of the others? Um, you mean like the show versus like gym competitions? Yeah. Yeah. The obstacles on the show, like they are very complex. They'll do things that are like hard to replicate in gyms. A lot of um, obstacle designers in gyms have done a great job of like trying yeah. to replicate obstacles on the show but all the show obstacles are also made of like really nice and comfortable materials they don't like hurt your hands as much as like other obstacles which kind of uh kind of kind of sort of takes down tears down my expectation i thought it would be you know whenever you watch the show they're always talking through the obstacles you got the narrators talking about the obstacles and the way they hype it up you think it's like this crazy, like, oh, you know, this one's got nails built into it. So when the, you know, when the competitor puts their hand on it, they're going to get skewered. And so <laughs> it, it always sounds like it's made out of different materials. It's, you know, it's not comfortable. It's not easy. But I noticed one that you got on. It was like this giant wheel. It was cool. I was like amazed. I'd never seen that one before is the wheel. And you hop from that one to the next one to the next mm-hmm. one. Is there a particular obstacle that always gave you trouble? Mm. maybe not maybe you're just that good i mean or one that you hated there's ones that i've like failed multiple times yeah (laughs) um the one that always seemed difficult at least from the my warped perspective. wall is challenging for me. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna everybody seems to get caught on the warped wall because I'll watch anybody, girls, guys, it's always like the toughest thing to to get up the warped wall. You know, I think it's um if you're tall, it's one of those obstacles you have a really like larger advantage on. <laughs> um, but I train it a lot, and when I train it a lot, like I train it a lot up when I'm like training for the show, yeah. Um and like I've gotten it on the show before, so like I know I can do it. Do you know what just, you're gonna like, get? Well, the the way that the show works is there's like some obstacles that are always like in certain places in the course. Okay. So they usually well, they always have the warped wall and like qualifiers and semifinals and stage one. 
So they do throw some random obstacles at you guys. Yeah. So there's some that like, oh, like I know like the, what the first and the last obstacle will look like, but like they might yeah. change up everything in between. The whenever I think of like, the, you know, doing the obstacle course and everything, and, and there's definitely certain people who are into like obstacle runs. It could be American Enjoy. It could be like Spartan Race. Or something like that but specifically the ones that are a little more like climbing focused like american ninja warrior uh, do you think that they're that maybe people need to do like that that could re give you the body you're looking for in co compared to maybe some of the more traditional stuff to do like weightlifting or powerlifting because a buddy of mine told me that like he did rock climbing right and he felt like the stimulus was entirely different compared to other traditional forms yeah i mean i think it's a lot more fun okay which i think is fair enough i think that's the most important thing is that you're enjoying the process yeah. um and it will encourage you to like get stronger in certain areas so you can do the obstacles like if you like you'll want a, a better grip strength so you can do the obstacles yeah um, and i think it's like a lot more like functional um than some other than just like bodybuilding i mean weightlifting is fine if you like that yeah <laughs> but, but i think ninja is more fun more fun more functional probably probably helps with like preventing injury too if you're constantly moving in these different ways and sort of challenging your body to all this different movement so yeah and i think it challenges yeah. your mind a lot to have to look at an obstacle and like think about the different ways to do it and you'll build like a strong like mind body connection yeah yeah and also <laughs> there's like um like a fear component to doing things getting yourself outside of your comfort zone um oh i'm sure it's i'm sure it kind of knocks the wind out of your sails too if you fail an obstacle i mean I, i'd imagine you get the chance to try again if you don't get it the first few times um if you're training at a gym yeah if you're on the show, you'll just get wet. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's true. What um, do you have any other like any other shows coming up currently that you're getting ready for? Um, no, the show will it it films in the spring and then airs in the summer. Um, but okay. I do a lot of competitions in gyms. There's like a few different leagues and then random competitions here and there that I do. So gearing up for that season, that season starts like more in the fall. Yeah. Oh, well, that's awesome. How do you train? Do you do anything outside of, I guess, just the sports specific American Ninja Warrior stuff that that'll help you when you tackle the actual races? I guess I'd imagine um, you'd have to do traditional stuff. Yeah. So I do like a lot of strength training based around Ninja. So nice. a lot of like upper body grip stuff, um, explosive leg stuff. I'll run um, for having just like better like aerobic capacity. Yeah. Um, occasionally I'll rock climb when I can like fit it into my schedule. And then I actually just started doing CrossFit, which what like isn't it? necessarily for Ninja. I mean, I think it'll like enhance my like overall fitness, but just yeah. something I always wanted to try. So I recently started doing it. Man, I, I feel like you know, not having the right aerobic capacity would be like the silent killer of like Ninja mm -hmm. Warrior. If you're not up to par with that, like, oof. Yeah, because um, I recently like took some time off last year because I my shoulder was not 
and my shoulder needed some time off. My shoulder. Um, and when I came, bothering the hell out of me. <laughs> when like, I came back to my first competition, I was so winded. Um, I was yeah. like, that was like the hardest thing. And then also, I think having a greater aerobic capacity will increase your um, like form and uh, pulling muscles, the recovery in between obstacles. I like that idea. So interesting. So it's the recover. So it helps with the recovery aspect. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Also too, I, so what did you, wait, what'd you do with your shoulder? How'd you fix that? I'm asking for myself now. I'm, I'm curious. Um, a lot of, you know, like I's T's and Y's. Okay. So you did cut, that exercises. Did you roll it out? Yeah. Um, okay. mobility. Um, okay. now I just make sure like I get like a good enough warm up and keep up with the shoulder mobility, keep up with the rotator cuff and pushing exercises. Maybe that's why people have shoulder injuries is not enough time put into the warm up beforehand. Oh yeah. Interesting. Thought. I'll like take like 20 minutes to warm up while like other people just hop up and I'm yeah. like, they, they'll like make fun of me. They're like, okay, Rachel's going to take her like three no, hour warm up. I'm just like, no, okay. it's, nowadays it's like, man, you kind of realize after like years of not warming up and you, you do warm up. You're like, wow, it, the, the working sets feel better. And then it's also, it takes a while. Like shoulders take a long time and I'm surprised by it. I'm like, man, you just wouldn't, wouldn't have thought you think you could jump into it, you know? And then, and then lo and behold, you start getting hurt. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a big one for ninjas, their shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> the, you mean the whole body, the entire body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have to, do you have to do, I'd imagine you got to do warm ups before you do any of the, like the ninja runs, right? You can't get into the, you can't just jump right into that anyway. What do you mean? I guess whenever you're doing the sports, sports specific training for ninja runs, you got to warm up for those as well, right? I guess on TV, huh? Or do they just put yeah, you they, in cold and they're like, okay, run it, go. <laughs> well, they give us like a little warm up area with like two bars. And then sometimes people will bring like rings and stuff. They hang on them and yeah. um, swing around, but you kind <laughs> of have like, time to warm up. Sometimes uh, they'll be like, you're up in like 10 minutes and then it'll be like an hour oh before you actually go. <laughs> But like, I feel like I was like, it's so easy to laugh at the people who bring the rings and stuff. You're just sitting there like, that's stupid. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's smart though. That's crazy. Because you don't want to like go on the course cold and then like get flash pumped or your body's just not ready. And then two obstacles later, you can't do anything. Say that again. What'd you say? Flash what? Flash pump. Flash pumped. Can you explain that one to me? I've literally, you're the first person to ever coin that term. Okay. Um, so it's when you're not warmed up properly okay. and you start demanding um, a lot from your forearm muscles and pulling muscles and you just get pumped really quickly. Um, Flash like, pumped. Okay. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. I'm going to put that in my phone because that's going to be the title of your podcast. I think that's really cool. Okay. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me see. Flash pumped. Not kidding you because I don't want to forget that. <laughs> And your podcast, by the way, it's going to be out like today or tomorrow. Just saying, because oh, the last wow. person, the last person didn't send me like graphic pictures. So I'm like on the, I'm like on the rush to put out a new one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have pictures I can send you. Okay. Yes. I'll need some for the graphic flash pump. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. All right, good. 
Cool. I didn't know that. You're literally the first person to ever use Flash Pump on a podcast. So, yeah, that's amazing. So it'll be Flash Pumping with Rachel DeGutz. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to have Flash Pump. Not flash flash pumping, pumping. You don't want to put <laughs> Flash Pumping. Well, you know, what's funny. People are going to read that and I guarantee you they're going to be like me and not know what the hell that is. So that's pretty cool. But that explains a lot, though. That explains a lot, especially just outside of american ninja warrior like you do get like a flash pump it almost like like kind of cripples you while you're in the beginning if you just get that that sensation yeah i was actually teaching my crossfit coach about flash pump because nobody knows it (laughs) anytime (laughs) i think anytime you use your grip like you want to warm it up a little bit because well also you don't have muscles in your fingers you only have connective tissue so you have to like which is like harder to get blood flow to your fingers then. So if you like gradually increase blood flow to the area, then your grip will be more ready to do whatever you're demanding of it and more um, like primed for the movements. That's a good way to put it. So it's, so in essence, the key to it is to gradually ramp up the blood flow is what you're saying. That's that the whole point of warming up basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's funny. It's like, you know, this stuff, but right when you said flash pump, you're like, okay, that's a a whole new physiological trait I've never heard of. So now I got to like relearn everything. Yeah. There's like a ton of science behind. It's okay. Getting pumped. Damned, damn near the coolest name I've ever heard for something that happens in your body. So it's fine. Like when you said that, I was like, yeah, I can make like, you want to build a brand off that name. Now you want to build like a supplement company, like flash pump supplements. So yeah, which you should. You could you could take that like domain name, go to GoDaddy and just buy flashpump.com and then create something. So yeah, that'd be awesome.